Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Ty. I'm Jackson. And once again, we are at my favorite time of the week, the time where I get to talk music with my buddies. I guess, really, we should probably just start, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have a favorite story they want to go to first? Uh, Meshuga talking about that they're not going to change anytime soon and start doing clean vocals, which I don't know where that topic came from or who asked them that stupid question, but Meshuggah doing clean vocals makes absolutely <laughs> no sense to me, being that it's Meshuggah of all bands. And who would think that they would resort to doing clean vocals all of a sudden just because Whitechapel and all those other heavier bands started doing clean vocals? Who expects Meshuggah to do clean vocals anyway? Well, the only thing I can think of is probably because so many other bands that are hugely heavy have been throwing in clean vocals as like a trend. So I guess that's why they got asked the question. But I would agree that they probably should not step away from that and do what they like to do, right? Yeah, I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but I mean, it worked for a couple of songs on the new Whitechapel album. But I don't really see Meshuggah doing any clean vocals in their music at all because they're good what they're doing right now. So Yeah, it didn't work for Whitechapel. This is probably like their lowest rated album, and I don't think it'll work for Meshuggah either. I mean, I don't even know how that topic came up. Like how you guys said it, I think that's kind of funny. That's like saying dog claims it will not meow. I mean, that's Damn. like shots fired. I mean, <laughs> yeah, major shots fired. I I really don't get why that's even like a a topic of discussion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. If you look at the trends, I can understand why the question was asked. Uh, right. I, I don't see them doing it. I mean, for me, I like Meshuggah's music. I am not a fan of the vocal type, though. That's not my style. So I would be interested if they did some clean vocals. Not saying it would work for them, but that would be right. interesting to me. I just don't see them having the need to do it. Yeah, they wouldn't want to risk having um, a lot of the Facebook commenters and uh, YouTube trolls <laughs> chanting sellout and all that shit. So That's right. Oh, the trolls. Hey, we get them too. It, it happens. <laughs> it's for I sure. Love it. I, 2016 <laughs> is year of the trolls. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It, it's yeah, true. Bring, on, bring on the entertainment. <laughs> well, yeah, I, did you guys listen to their new track? Did you listen to yes. uh, Born in Dissonance? What did you guys think? Yep. Um, look, keeps me looking forward to their newest music because I haven't listened to Meshuggah since the Obzen album. But yeah, definitely looking forward to getting back on the Meshuggah train. The Meshuggah train. I wonder if that's what they actually call their fans. That would be awesome. That that would be that would be fucking funny. But it would be <laughs> sick. A good though. tattoo. Yes. The Meshuggah train. <laughs> well, Jackson, what do you think of the track? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, definitely no clean vocals. Right. Um, <laughs> I didn't think anyone expected it, but yeah, it was a pretty good track. Makes it exciting for the new one. Very yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, go back to Destroy, Race, Improve, classic Meshuggah album. There you go. Now, I would say next story, I guess, is a quick one. So I guess, I don't know where people are getting their news anymore, but apparently Circus Survive said that a new album is coming in the form of Anthony Green doing a Twitter question and answer where he just basically said, oh, yeah, I'm kind of just working on this new stuff. And then that was it. There was no official announcement or anything like that, but apparently that means a brand new album's coming out. Well, if Anthony Green says it's official, then, or I should say, if Anthony <laughs> yeah. Green says it, then it's official. Off the cuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Off the cuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on this. It's fine. But yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no date, there's no title, there's no nothing. It's just, hey, there's a possibility of a new Circus Survive album. Yeah, and he has this um, solo CD that's coming out. I think the I think next week I saw. I think it is. Yeah, I believe or so. Later this week. Yeah. But like 
yeah, it's too early to start working on Circus of Vibe because he has this myriad of projects going on. Like he has uh, Pixie Queen coming out, and now to say that there's a possibility of a new Circus of Vibe album, like, well, it could go either way. They're probably taking some time off, or they're just probably, God forbid, putting Circus of Vibe to rest. No, I don't. I don't think they're gonna do that, right? Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, anything can happen, but this wasn't an official announcement. But it just meant, hey, he is working on stuff. That's what I yeah. would take it as. For yeah, sure. at least you, as long as you hear from Anthony Green himself, then you should be all right. We have the Ghost Inside guitarist Zach Johnson is having his eleventh surgery. Wow. Hopefully, this will be his last. But just to say that this man is going into eleventh surgery, and I don't even think this has been in the in the span of over a year and a half, two years. I mean, it was obviously the tragedy was pretty recent. And, you know, you just got to feel for these guys. And, right. you know, it really is a shame to hear this. And I do know that no matter if this is their last surgery or if they keep on going, the fans will keep on, you know, just making them happy to live for it. And they will push on just like most of the messages in their songs convey anyways. True. Exactly. You can only wish them the best. That's that's the best you can do. And hopefully he pulls through all these and hopefully they all pull through anything that they have to do. It's just crazy to think about that. Like, it's just yeah. it's insane. It's insane. So yeah, on the uh, APMAs and did the um, I think they did a speech or award acceptance or something like that. Yeah, so they, they got, got a yeah. best fan base. So hopefully this is the last one. Hopefully this corrects everything that needs to be done. And yeah, once uh, that's all we can do. We can only wish him the best. Right. Well, let's move on to, I guess, another relatively inspirational story as well, which I had forgotten to put on the list because we had talked about it off air before. But apparently, Bring Me the Horizon, Jordan Fish, and Ollie Sykes are going to scale Mount Kilimanjaro for charity. Yep. Really? I did not hear that. So I guess what they're doing is the goal is to raise approximately 130,000 pounds or dollars is one of the two for the charity organization Friends of PICU, which does fundraising for the unit. So Yeah, because I think Jordan's doing it because I think his um, son was, um, I think he was born prematurely, I think. And I think that hospital has uh, been taking care of his son. And now to do all of this for to raise money for that hospital who's been providing like excellent service for him and his family it's a good thing to do yeah his son is breathing on his own right now you know they're seeing small improvements every day so this is great like i hope they're able and i think i mean with bring me the horizon i'm pretty sure they can raise this type of money as well i'm gonna see if i can find the link and put in the description as well to help out but yeah everyone should do that if you have the means to do it because that's that's pretty damn cool yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to get uh, enormous support because they already have a big, they're already a big enough band. They have a big enough fan base, so it's always coming in left and right to support. So they'll be all right. Yeah, let's hope for the best again. All right, so now let's completely switch gears and talk about <laughs> Danny Warsnop from. Uh, oh, what yeah. a switch! What is I know right? Previous lead singer of Asking Alexandria, now lead singer of Harlot, right? Uh, we, we are Harlot. We are Harlot. Yeah, yeah, I always just call him Harlot. Yeah, we are Harlot. I guess he is or has been teasing a solo album for a while now, and it looks like he had a meeting with Earache Records that he posted about how Danny will be joining the family, and there's you know big news and announcements and new music coming soon. So maybe it is a solo project. Who knows? I don't know. What do you yeah, guys this... think? Like, would you be a fan of that? Yeah, supposedly it's going to be a country album. But and to hear Eric Records signing uh, act like Danny Warsom, who's doing country music, is completely out of like 
the norm for Eric Records because Eric is notorious for signing death metal bands and grindcore bands. But to sign Danny Warsnop of Asking Alexandria doing a country album, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of they know it's going it. to bring in the cash probably. Pretty much, yeah. I think that's I think that's definitely the way that they're going for sure. I'll give the album a listen. I definitely will. Yeah. I mean, we all know. Yeah, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Eric Records won't want to be present at the CMAs if he actually does end up on that. CMAs. <laughs> Can you imagine Danny Warsnop at the CMAs? Probably doing the duet with Florida Georgia Line or Lady Antebellum. No. Oh, wow. Wow. To be, just to go off on like a little tangent here, do you guys miss Danny Warsnop on Ask Alexandria? I know, Ian, you're like a big fan of them. I am a big fan of Asking Alexandria. I loved every album that Asking Alexandria did with Danny, but I also really love the new album. So I I don't think it matters anymore. Like I think Asking Alexandria are in a much better place now without him. And that's obviously yeah, because, you know. yeah, you've been hearing a lot of trash talk by Ben Bruce about Danny and the album that they came out with now, it was supposed to be a diss album all the way through dissing Danny, but Dennis being the bigger person that he is, saying, no, nah, let's not do that. Let's focus on moving forward instead of backtracking, if you will. And I think that was the right way to go. I don't think there was a reason to do a whole album just, yeah, just trashing Danny. And I think, I mean, look, I, I don't really like talking about, like, best albums of the year and all that kind of stuff. But Uh-oh. this this album is very Uh-oh. high on that list. <laughs> this album is very high on the list. It, it is. Like, people can't forget it. It came out at the beginning of the year, so a lot of people forget about it. But that album yeah. is really damn good. Yeah, every song on that album, I'd say, is really good. Yeah. Uh, here, here I Am is probably my top pick. That's For, a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So, like we said, we listen to a lot of different styles of music. I, personally, country music is never anything that I like. <laughs> really, the only thing I can say is probably Johnny Cash. And yeah, I say the same thing because yeah. Johnny Cash is the man. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And it has to be most of the hits. Like, I don't go really deep in the catalog of Johnny Cash, right. but still, that's probably all I got. God is going to cut all of us down. That's what I heard. That's what he said. I'm over here in Texas, so uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of the opposite down here. I'm pretty open-minded to the country music, I got to admit, but not as big of a fan as people might think being in Texas. It was... Uh, yeah force-fed down my throat yeah. as a child so that's why one of the reasons why i can't stand it so yeah and that's a would you uh, rather be force-fed spanish music or country music i, I don't prefer <laughs> um the interludes from upon and burning bodies albums because they're all uh mexican interludes oh, spanish yeah. music. oh there you go my thing that i've always kind of thought of my parents i don't know they they want they love grandchildren they want all that kind of shit the thing that i thought about with having kids at some point uh, maybe you guys have thought of this you know, way, way in the future and all that kind of stuff. But you want to play your music for your kids and you want them to like it. But I think most of the time, kids end up rebelling against what their parents like music-wise. So how do you trick your kid into coming back and liking the music that you like later on in life? You see what I mean? Show them my vinyl collection and they'll have to fall in love. All of those masterpieces. Yeah, guarantee. Or just get him started early and having your pregnant wife listen to, like, let's say AFI or Thrice or Under Oath or something. So do you think that works? Come out, <laughs> just have put the earphones on the pregnant stomach and let the music go through through the embryo and all that stuff. So yeah, that's the best way to get him started. I'm gonna choose Mashuga. All right. <laughs> come out wanted to play eight string guitars and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, sorry, sidetrack. 
We we do that from yeah. time to time. Total tangent. Oh well. That's uh, what so, Danny Warsnop does to us. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Now we kind of announced this before, but they did officially announce the new Jimmy World album. So it's going to be called Integrity Blues. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about them later as well when we come to touring and everything. But that's just, we already knew it was coming out. It was just a question of what the album name was going to be and everything. Yeah, October 21st. Man, so much stuff coming out in October. Yeah, I, August and October seem to be like the heavy hitters. And I think it's like that every year. Yeah, actually, even September too. We, yeah. we have a People lot of like stuff. People like end of the year albums, I think. You know, they like, I think that's like a money strategy kind of a... You know, something they know down there in the business that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah just know that we have a lot of work to do when it comes to listening to these albums because everything's oh. dropping the September 9th. So yeah, much. And October 7th also is like oh, yeah. heavy albums. Yep. Ridiculous. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I got another sad news story that I have to let everyone know. So Yashin, they're calling it quits. They're doing two last final shows, one in London and one in Scotland. I believe it's a little sad because I love this band and this year they had renegades come out. It was either the end of last year or beginning of this year. It was one of those two, but I love that album. I thought that was great. It was one of the first reviews we did for uh, Ian hates music. And I'm just, I'm always a little sorry to see a good band have to pack it up. They really tried. They were signed to a major, I think they were signed to Sony. They always had, success it seemed but i guess it just wasn't enough to keep everyone going yeah i was in the same position when i found out that still remains was calling it quits back in 2008 because i was a fan of them when they're out the first album dropped in 2005 and now they're back to doing they've been back since 2012 13 ish yeah so yeah i don't have to i don't want to say moping around because i never do that but i know that eventually they're going to come back eventually so anybody who's been saying that the world's going to end when their favorite band breaks up and something like that. It's like, nah, don't mope around. <laughs> well, there's plenty of other music to listen to, that's for sure. I mean, you can listen to Ian Hates music and learn about tons of new bands. So I totally yeah. understand that. But I, I do get sad when a band that I love stops. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the band that got influenced by them is probably going to come out with some music, maybe probably even better music. It's possible. You never know. Or something that happens in the scene a lot where you see the band ends, but then like two or three of their members go off to another band and just start it all over and call them something else. And it's kind of the same thing. That's a possibility. But you always hope for that. But then again, you kind of feel shorthanded, I guess you would say. <laughs> right. It's like, well, shit, why didn't you just stay together? Yeah, <laughs> right, gonna right. Do this? Yep. No, that happens. That happens. Well, on a good note then, a band that's coming back, Dead Rabbits, seems like... Craig Mabbitt has been dropping a lot of hints lately, and he posted an image saying it has begun 2017, even though their Wikipedia says that the new album is coming out in 2019. So maybe they just haven't updated that yet. Did but, you say yeah. Wikipedia? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. They're always um, doing some stuff there that's not 100% accurate. Absolutely. But how are they going to do an album but without uh, Alex Torres in the band? Because, that, of course, know. you know, he was the guitarist yep. who used to be in I Set to Kill and Alice Santa, and now they're doing Dead Rabbits music without him. That makes no sense. Well, I don't. I would love to talk, and maybe I have to reach out to Alex because I, I didn't even think about this. I would love to talk to him because he's been in some really great bands at different points in their careers. He did, like you said, he did Alice Santa, 
He did I Set to Kill. He also did Greenly Estates. And I think exactly. someone, I, you know, Dead Rabbits. And I got to see him on tour. Like, he's a great guitarist, but maybe he's just like a, I don't know, like a lone wolf or, or a gunslinger or Hard something. Like, yeah. I think he's a family man because he has a kid at home. And I saw, I seen him when they played with uh, Micah Relocate. And yeah, me too. Call it home in Long Island. Yep. But I don't know what the story is with him, but he's a great guitarist. And hopefully we'll see him do some more music if he's not really going to be doing any touring with Dead Rabbits. Yeah. I love Shapeshifter. I thought it was great. I like the Edge of Reality EP better, though. Did you? Oh, no. I like the yeah. full length. Also, seeing Craig Mabbitt live, too, his voice is amazing. Yeah, uh, I think he's the only one of the very few vocalists who sounds exactly how he does live yep. as opposed to on recording. Very true. Jackson, did you ever listen to Dead Rabbits? No, I actually only heard like one song by them. But by the time I was like somewhat trying to start to get into them, they uh, pretty much just cut it off. True. And, you know, I'm glad to hear that they're coming back now because now I'll fully get to, um, you know, go into that. I'm a pretty big fan of Craig Mabbitt, so... I should like that. And I did like the one single I heard. I can't remember which one it was, but I do know whenever it is 2017 or 2019 <laughs> or whatever Wikipedia decides, because, you know, Wikipedia runs everything. Just kidding. You know, this should be interesting. Was it there in the headlights, by the way? It might have been. I think so. I do know it was like their hit. And it was like when it was like towards the end and it was like the song everybody was talking about. So that album's front to back. Good. Sweet. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right, uh, for the very first time in over 30 years at Riot Fest in Denver, the original Misfits, Jerry Dan- Glenn Danzig, Jerry Only, and Doyle Von Frankenstein get together and perform classics from their time as a band for the very first time at Riot Fest, and the internet is going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know if this will be my third strike or what's oh, up, but... Uh... You're out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you guys are going to think of this, but am I one of the old... I, I mean, I feel like... I don't want to say like I'm so young, but <laughs> I feel like I'm too young to know this band. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard them, and I didn't even really like it, but it's not a band I definitely grew up on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really have much say into this. I just know that, like, every single band that we listen to loves Misfits, and I know, like, Chris Motionless has, like, their tattoos or whatever and like he's always wearing clothing of misfits and i see that logo everywhere i just don't know them too well yeah pretty much every band is influenced by the misfits in some way shape or form motionless and white bleeding through afi um just countless others countless it's similar to how other bands and other genres are always influenced by rolling stones or the beatles or you know pet sounds and then like all that you know like all that kind of stuff it was just it was the alternative band and that's not saying that other band i mean alisana like sean's major band that he looked up to that influenced him were the beatles but it was like the outside band that was huge that started so many different things that bands like can put on makeup and go do whatever the fuck they want like that's what the misfits were for that generation yeah, because right. if it weren't for Misfits, uh, bands like Bleeding Through, Aiden, or Avenged Sevenfold wouldn't be putting on the makeup, dressing in all black with the Halloween imagery and all that stuff. So you kind of really owe it to the Misfits for influencing some of these bands because without them, we wouldn't have bands to listen to in our teenage, adolescent years. So yeah, Jackson, I would just say don't use the excuse of being too young because I was also too young for the Beatles and 
so many other bands. You, you, can, you can never be you can never be too young for anything. So you just have to. It has to be there at the right moment at the right time. So and I, I just feel like I wasn't exposed to it as oh, much sure. because of the time that I was born. You know what I mean? Like I have a feeling if I was born a lot earlier, my the people that I was actually around would listen to them, and I would have clearly heard more about them. But I wasn't exposed to them like at all. Like when I. Yeah. I've probably heard of them, to be honest, like probably four or five years ago. It's the first time I heard the name Misfits and like where that logo came from. It's funny because I've been seeing that logo like probably since I was born. I just didn't know what the hell it was. I thought it was just like that badass skull. I've had pretty much um, a whole bunch of like shocking like run-ins with like younger kids who are like listening to Pantera at such a, such a young age. I'm like, how the fuck do they know about Pantera well, at now their age? Apple Music, Spotify... All that kind of stuff. Now, any music you want is right there. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's what happens. People just, they see a name and they go, oh, let me just look it up really quick. Or they use Shazam or something to, to hear a track. You know what I mean? Shazam. Shazam. All right, Ty, you got to take this last story because I saw, <laughs> I think you put yeah, it up there, didn't you? Yeah, I think so because this is fucking crazy. And um, a juggalo is arrested after cutting off a woman's finger drinking her blood for a quote-unquote ritualistic memorial of a, another concert-goer who was at uh, in St. Classy's Clown Fest, I think it is, or Juggalo Festival, I think it is. He died at that exact show, I think, uh, oh, a year okay. or so ago. Sure. So, yeah, I think somebody filed a criminal complaint against the dude who cut her. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah, as stupid a normal person would. <laughs> yeah, she, she was stupid enough to volunteer to begin with. Like, who the fuck wants to volunteer to have their finger cut off and cut their arm off and just have a shot glass just to drain the blood and just fucking drink it? Well, the story was confusing on multiple levels. But one of the levels was, apparently, I guess they were supposed to just cut part, just cut a slit so that he would fill it up and drink it, but instead cut the whole finger somehow and then put it in the freezer to eat it later. And, and they stopped the bleeding using the car cigarette lighter. And then if that didn't work, they used a fucking blowtorch. Yeah, because it's not a fucking movie like Pulp Fiction. You don't use <laughs> you don't use something to cauterize the wound like that in real life. And can you imagine them just running after this woman with a blowtorch? <laughs> just being like, stand still. <laughs> we're going to we're going I don't know what man. Let's just put it like that. They probably lost I don't know. Fans. I don't know what's going on with the cheese or what they put in that shit in Wisconsin or whatever, or whatever's in the water over there, but they're just, uh, whatever's in that just got their minds going fucking crazy. <laughs> You're going to blame Wisconsin for it? Damn, there goes our Wisconsin listeners. Shots fired. Shots fired at Wisconsin, damn. Hey, I like <laughs> Wisconsin. I like cheese and stuff. Uh, Misery signals, uh, what's up? Oh, I mean, there you your go. opinion doesn't matter, Ian. That's oh, Well, duh. That's why I have a show. <laughs> So it doesn't true, matter. True. <laughs> I'm hearing that typing. Sounds like a skeleton. I know. Like getting his nuts frozen, and he's just like, like shaking. He's so cold. But what I do shake. What I do want to mention. Rattle. They rattle and roll. What I did want to mention was I'm assuming that that woman was like dating one of the two people there, or maybe both. Who knows? I'm sitting here not able to get a girlfriend. This girl's like, oh, let me volunteer my pinky for this ritualistic sacrifice of drinking blood. And <laughs> There's something These women. in the head of, of her that just doesn't, I don't know, it's just wrong. I think we all yeah. need to find great women like that that would sacrifice their blood for ritualistic I don't even sacrifices. think people like Harley Quinn would take part in that. 
So Ian hates tangents or something else. Oh, yes, that would actually work out very well. Well, I do want to tell, I mean, might as well, this is probably the best story to, to go to right now because there's no real switch off to new songs. So I went for the first time to the first ever, I guess, at this location, at this concert venue, and they did a emo slash punk karaoke night. It was really, really fun. So what they did was a band who had a set list of probably like 20 songs. So, you know, first run, second run, 10 songs, 10 songs. And you would come in and there would be five slots for each track where you would put your name in. And then they would kind of just, when they got to that song, they would just pull the name out of the hat and you would get it or not. But it was a full live band doing the songs with you. And then people were like moshing and crowd surfing and there were some really good people doing the vocals and everything. And I had, you know, I'm not saying it's not chickening out. I've been in bands before. Like, it's not a big deal. But I had a podcast that I had to do the next night. So I was like, okay, I shouldn't blow out my voice. But oh, I wanted crap. to do I wanted to do Ohio is for lovers so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> I wanted to do it so bad. But it was Set Your Goals, Taking Back Sunday, Brand New, Hawthorne Heights, my chemical romance like it just went on and on around there and it was really fun like i'm not a big karaoke fan because i don't care about pop music but put me in an area where everyone knows the words to all these songs like it was great it was a lot of fun so i would recommend that yeah it's about time to have something like that just now hearing you talk about it because there's not really a lot of like post-hardcore metalcore punk rock karaoke Sorry. I could just go sing. I could just go sing my ass off at emo night because they play the songs live and everybody just sings their ass off to it. Wait, do they? So they play when you say they play the songs live. Do they play the tracks or is there a live band playing the songs? They they actually play the tracks. Oh, see, well that's that's what makes it different is yeah. being able to go up and perform with a live band playing these tracks who actually know and also love the same music. Like it brings that extra bit to yeah, it. You know sick. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully that picks up a little bit more because now that you're talking about it, people probably want to do something like that for themselves. Yeah, this is my bad part is I wish I knew who put it on because I would plug them. I'll find out for next week because it was the first time and one of my buddies just told me about it. I was like, oh yeah, I'll show up. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. And it was. So I'll find out what it is and see how well they did and see, you know, we can plug it on this show and maybe uh, they'll get more people to go. But there was nothing wrong with it because I'm not a huge fan. I don't know about you guys. Like karaoke is fine, but I really don't like the music that most karaoke places have. You wouldn't get on stage and do Taking Back Sunday at a regular karaoke place. They're expecting some type of a pop music, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of karaoke either, but as long as um, I'm in a situation where there's not too too much pop music involved and there's songs like that, like uh, Cute Without the E and um, This Is Who who We Are by Hawthorne Heights, I'm down to do it. Just make it fun. Yeah, I just don't think there are any places that do it other than something like this. So that's why I was like, yeah, "Yeah, this works. Yeah, hopefully it spreads. So keep it up. Jackson, do you have a go-to karaoke song? Coldplay. (laughs) <laughs> 21 pilots no i i'm trying to remember because in okay look just to <laughs> rewind a little bit to jackson's future days past or whatever i actually did a lot of karaoke i was like that nerd that like whenever they would bring like a karaoke charity thing to the school i would be one of those kids that got up and did the karaoke damn and i can't remember what song i always did because it was the only one i knew all the words to such a lie and it might give me my third strike ty he's lying oh, right now God. he's so no, lying. i'm not kidding what is 
It's it's um. You don't oh forget the song if you were such a karaoke quote unquote nerd. It was this one song, and I did it three times. Can you fill I, my heart by Bring Me the Horizon? No, 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 no. Oh my God, <laughs> it it was something. I uh, see. I hate to bring like race into it. It was something uh like something about white people. How I dare you? Remember. I'm offended. No, no, no. Think of a song where he's like. <laughs> Where it's like a back then song. I'm talking like 80s or 90s. And it's like white boy something, 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 something. Uh, Kill All the White People by Type no. Negative? But yes. No. At, the, at the school no. dance. At the school dance karaoke night. That's what they Fuck. <laughs> what was it, it like? It, vanilla like, Ice or something? Like, no, it was like... Dynamite Hack? You have no idea how much this is frustrating me. Steal My Sunshine by Len? Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, God. Is it a Weezer song? Yeah, there's too it many was, songs with white people in it. It was in a movie. I agree, Ty. Uh, it I was agree. in a movie called Soul Brother. What? <laughs> oh Talk about racist. Oh that fucking God, whole movie on, is racist. I'm going on a tangent here, and it is... Oh, hold on. Once I find the song, you guys are going to be like, oh, okay. Wait, wasn't yeah, so... Prob- yeah, the chances are we're probably going to react like that once you find the song, yeah. because wasn't, I can't think of anything at the moment. Wasn't Soul Man the movie where the white guy takes all the tanning pills to turn black so that he'll get a scholarship to go to a prestigious college or something? I never heard a movie like that. I, I swear. Man. It was Soul Brother. Wait, what's Soul... Well, there's a difference? Oh, my gosh. I just have to... I'm going to oh look this God. up now. I, I have to look this up. I talking about something, and then I can't fucking back it up. Like, this is we so do, too. We're waiting, for, we're waiting for a payoff here. Yeah, mm. hold on. Undercover Brother was the name of the movie. All right, so that's one thing to scratch off. I was completely right. Soul Man is the movie I was just talking about, the one where the white guy takes all the tanning pills. I, n- I never heard of it. Music, look it up, man. Boy. That's the song. Play that funky music, white boy. That- Boom. That oh, was your that go-to? One. That's that, a classic song. That's man. your go-to? That's, yeah, that was the song that I always played. And th- that's, see, now you know. I, it wasn't a race thing. That was how the song went. Play that well, I never thought. White I don't think Ty or I thought it was going to be a race thing. We, you just didn't. Yeah, because it's white like people doing funk music in the 70s, man. Yeah, I felt like if I if I didn't say the song, but I just said the word white boy, it would be like, oh, what the hell is this guy going on about? So what I, I was just like... I would just like to point out to everyone listening to Ian Hates Music right now, the hypocrisy of Jackson, where he just went on a rant. He went on a rant minutes ago about how the misfits were too old for him. They were too old for him, and he was never exposed. But yet the song he played multiple times at high school karaoke party, whatever, was Play That Funky Music, White Boy. From the That's 70s. From the 70s. Te- okay, look, just a little background for everybody. I was born in Miami, Florida. So Misfits was not exactly the hot band, okay, when I was growing up. It was Spanish music and rap music. But that was the point, that they that weren't the hot band ever. Kind of stuff. Jackson was probably listening to Trick Daddy or uh, <laughs> some other rapper from Florida, probably Flo Rida or something. Oh, my. Oh. oh. Hey, no, you love Flo Rida, don't you? come from Florida, man, like. Mayday Parade, Under Oath, A Day to Remember. So Frameworks. don't blame the music. Yeah, dude. There's oh man, there's so many good bands from Florida. Wage War. Um, the list goes on. Probably listen to the um, Sitting Sideways by Paul Wall or something. Oh my god. <laughs> Just to clarify, I think we went from emo night to play that funky music, White Boy, and now we're gonna get back on topic. I promise. Yes, yes. please. By continuing to dig Jackson's grave. 
by asking him right off the bat, and you don't have to give a full review, but I believe you listen to a lot of of Mice and Men, their new oh. album, Cold World, right? Cold World? I think I did the same, too. Did you do the Cold same World. thing as well? Yeah. Do, do you guys just want to review it now? Uh, we yeah. Because I didn't listen. So I would like to listen to you two. Tell me whether I should listen to it or not. Uh, uh, Jack, you could take it first. All right. Here we go. I'm Mice and Men, Cold World. They streamed the new album before it comes out September 9th. My overall take on the album is it's pretty much uh, an event, uh, a continuation of the sound that the Mice and Men were trying to do with a couple of weak points here and there, mostly the songs. Uh, a couple of like, the verse lyrics of the song Contagious with the the chorus is all right, but the song overall the song is kind of like the weak point. And they start off the album with a very U2-ish sounding song. You lost me already. This, they could have started off with the song that came on after that. It's still basically a continuation of the uh, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin tribute sounds. But uh, yeah, Game of War is the YouTube sounding song, but they could have started off with uh, the second track off the album called Alive. But overall, it's pretty good, but it's not going to be another, it's not going to be up on the same pedestal as Restoring Force. But Ooh. hey, anybody who's a bigger person than any of us are, Listen I, to it. Ty, I do not, when Ty does I do not like I do not like that reasoning for not like <laughs> He does that every time. I know. If you're the bigger man, you will jam this. Yeah. I don't I don't understand that one. Uh but Ty, you said you liked it though. Um I liked a couple of tracks, but this uh of course albums have, always have the weak points because there's the one song that was the weakest, then two interludes with a, a plus and a minus or something like that. Uh, overall, I guess the album is uh, pretty, it's all right, but not the best. Well, I can tell you for one thing, for just one of the things you said, Restoring Force for me is certainly not on a pedestal. I dug that one 12 feet deep and put it down, down, down right. under the ground. I, I kept Restoring Force above ground, so. <laughs> now, let's hear because I have, a, I have a bad feeling about this. Jackson, what did okay. you think? So, Cold World of Mice and Men. You can say Jackson is just looking for a third strike because I fucking loved it, <laughs> to be honest. I, I really liked the album. I thought it was so good. I thought it was better than Restoring Force. See, I don't know if it's like biased because I thought the album was going to be really bad. And then I was like surprised that it wasn't bad. You see a lot of the YouTube comments on the singles they dropped prior to the release. Yeah. I guess that's my whole question is, so how many tracks are on this album? It's supposed to be 13... If you want to include the two interludes, I then, do. yeah, so it's 13 tracks. All right, so 13 tracks, two interludes, so let's take that down to 11, and then three tracks I already despise. So that's eight tracks. So if they could knock it out of the park with eight <laughs> tracks, I would consider that a win on this album. So, like I said, you I'm going like to listen. Pain? No, I hated that. I mean, I uh, love the Three Days Grace version yeah. of Pain. Pain <laughs> without love. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, if, but if you didn't yeah. like Pain, you probably won't like the whole album. No. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, the third track they released was the worst, but yeah, I did not for care sure. for Pain that much. Like I thought it was okay, but it was one of those ones where once it kept going with the two other tracks, I was like, "Oh no, this is not the direction I was hoping for." And like yeah. I said, it's great. Like I'm actually happy that you guys enjoyed the album. I am going to check it out. I don't have Apple Music. So I was not able okay. to stream it. So I will. Like I said, we, we don't lie on the show. I've talked about it for multiple weeks. I will listen to the entire album and give a fair talk about it. 
but I just don't have high hopes. I just don't. Yeah, Pain gave me high hopes for this album and it kept me interested, but of course, it's always going to be the rule of 10 that comes to play with every single new album that comes out. Three are going to like it, three are not going to like it, four are going to be on the fence. So it's safe to say that you're going to be on the... Uh, the on the fence about it, even though you didn't like the three singles. Okay, well, that's, I mean, that gives me hope. I don't want to dislike it. That's not the point of the show. I know it's, it says Ian yeah. hates, but I think everyone knows by now we really only talk stuff that we love. You know, yeah, I, I want yeah, to like it. Yeah, it's, it's like an abomination to say uh, anything on Mice and Mine done is garbage, but well, yeah, I, I'm pretty I, sure it's going to come out with like mixed reviews or something. I said Restoring Force is garbage. Well, I'm going to go on the complete opposite of what Ty said. I know Ian's gonna hate it. Oh, <laughs> to be I I know he's gonna say Le- they lost Le- me officially, and it's like buried, and they can't bring me back up. <laughs> I'll never listen to a Mice and Men again. Like I have that feeling that Ian's gonna go four songs deep and be like, I cannot believe I listened to my co-host on this one. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it up to Ian to come back and next episode and just tell us. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'll definitely. Yeah, I happen. can't wait to hear your take on it. But I will admit, I really liked it, and just to like wrap up wrap it up kind of sure it does it is a, a fucking three days grace or whatever you want to call it album okay it carries on the same sound you expect from the singles but i feel like there's a lot of tracks on the album that they didn't release okay that are better than the singles they did release maybe yeah. not pain but i felt like the lie and relentless and the hunger are better than the songs that they did release so that's a little bit of, high, of a high hope to anyone you know who has low hopes for the album but okay. if you didn't like those three songs at all, then you probably won't like, you know, the album. I just know that the songs that they didn't release are better than the ones they did. That's oh, yeah, I because I, I was listening to Saliva last night for the first time in forever. Oh, and I kept thinking, oh, I was listening to one song and I'm like... Do not tell me that they li- sound similar. Don't. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm listening to a, I listened to a song last night from Saliva. I'm like, this, the guitar riffs are the same melodics as real. I'm like, didn't they get influenced by Saliva for some reason? Because no one really talked about that band in a long time. Then you're absolutely right. So, I'm going to hate. I'm going to really hate this new I album. I know you're going to hate it. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. This is going to be one where you're going to come up on next episode and be like, look, um, Ty, Jackson, you guys totally fucked me over last episode. I hate this. I can't believe you made me do that. And that's the thing. I am not. <laughs> I can't I, wait for that. And I am not a <laughs> hater either. Like, I don't go on and tell of Mice and Men they should do something different. Like, if this is the way they want to go, that's great. I'm not going to post on their sites and whatever saying, oh, I wish you'd go back to the other stuff. Yeah. They just yeah, moved leave away. that up to the trolls. Yeah. So. They just moved away from the direction that I wanted them to go in, which is fine. And I'll continue to give this a chance. But, yeah. I Look, I am happy. Like I said, I will take the positives of this, that you both enjoyed it enough to recommend it. And I will give it a listen, and we'll have the final, you know, the final review next week. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, t- Ty, I think you you put a nail in the coffin right there by saying it sounds like saliva. Yeah. yeah but before we move on to sum it up, if you guys don't want to listen to a band's album and you hate the things that the band is doing now, go back and listen to man. the old album. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, back be, to the be, be the, the bigger man. man. Go back to the older albums. <laughs> don't go. Don't waste your time because I'm sure you got a lot of time on your hands to worry about what they're doing. Going to their YouTube, going to their Facebook, and saying, "Go back to your old sound, exactly. regress, reheat cold French fries." Yeah. Also, That's a good move on. Move Last on. episode, I mentioned how I think that the reason why it sounded like this is because you know Austin Carlisle repeatedly going to the hospital, and then maybe the album sounding a bit rushed. 
when you hear this whole album, I don't think that anymore. I'm completely discarding what I said last episode. Um, I, I do, do that know, anyways. in fact, after hearing it, that this is what they went for. I think they nailed it. It's going to turn some people off, but I think it's going to grab them a whole new fan base, plus what they already have, plus the diehards. You yeah, know, kudos to them. I like it. Yeah, it's benefiting cool. Austin's cool. health at this point because the screaming and all that stuff is taking a toll on and on his body and all that stuff. So, All right, let's go on to more new songs. We're going to completely switch genres here. And Waterparks has announced their new album, Double Dare, is coming out November 4th on Equal Vision. They released the track, Stupid For You. It's, it's pop punk. It may be even yeah. on the popular. It's just a fun track. You know what I mean? Like, if you like this style of music, you'll enjoy this, I think. I didn't dig it all too much. Uh, I like As It Is, and they kind of remind me of an As It Is kind of punk, where it's like just that fun, poppy, it, it's more pop than it is punk, but sure. it is both. But they don't really interest me too much. They, Water Parks doesn't click with me too much. If, if I want to go to the poppier side, I think I prefer more As It Is, because I feel like they're kind of the same thing. Their, their lead singers even like almost are the same. The next song that we're going to review is Sentinel's new song, Consequent Aversion, which is coming out on their EP that's coming out, I think, uh, a couple of days from now, self-released. My overall take on the track is pretty much a continuation of uh, Sentinel's traditional sound, but I think it's more one-sided because when I first got into Sentinels, they were, like I think, more melodic uh, jet core, if you will, a lot more melodic, not just straight, like, chugs i think it is because i've been in touch with the singer a couple of times and he's a pretty cool guy but i don't know if he hears this but i think my take on the song is it's a pretty good song but i think it's it's not a, a complete uh representation of the whole ep because i'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more better tracks on this one but i think this one is good but it didn't really like grab me too much you know I me mean? yeah i would say something similar for myself i like the more melodic when I have that opportunity, and this one was a little bit different than what I'm normally going to latch on to. So I'll check out the rest of it and see if they change it up a little bit. But yeah, I, I prefer more of the melodic myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, same here. And it's funny that you mentioned Gent because the the channel that posted the video to hear this song is called Gent Gents. TV or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's. I thought that was pretty funny. But it was a pretty good song. Um, but again, nothing like out of the ordinary i guess yeah nothing nothing new sure that's basically what i leave it at i mean when they do release more i'll definitely give it more of a chance it wasn't bad it was just nothing new yeah no very true while she sleeps put out a new track civil isolation so yeah this reminded me of a lot of those depressing lyrics from fit for a king and then also who were we talking about last week it was like stick to your guns as well Mm -hmm. so yeah the but i liked it i liked it and i think I like the changes in vocals because they don't often do that a lot. So I like that they were switching it up a little bit. And I'm interested to see where they go from now. Yeah, because I'm a huge, um, I don't want to say a huge fan, but I'm a, I, I love We While She Sleeps music for sure. Brainwashed and This Is The Six really got me into them. And sure. now this new one that's coming out now, I think they're, I think he's uh, the vocalist is going to be focusing a little bit more on like what you call scream singing, if you will, because yeah. I think he had vocal surgery before that. I guess that's probably not why he's doing the vocal change that he's doing now. But yeah, definitely looking forward to hearing what they sound like on this one because big fan of uh, While She Sleeps. and Yeah, I'm actually excited to hear the new While She Sleeps like beyond this track because this track was definitely a lot different than their other stuff right. uh, vocal wise. And, of course, the lyrics are different, but the vocal <laughs> thing really interested me. 
And I wonder if it's like something they just do with this song or if this is like maybe their new approach kind of way. So it would be pretty interesting to hear the rest. I'm excited for it. We'll see when that comes out for sure. I think now we can move on to tours, right? All right. So there's a couple, you know, we had kind of briefly mentioned before. Jimmy World announces their headlining tour and then also brand new Green Day tour. Yeah, about the Jimmy Eat World tour, I'm pretty sure they're not coming to... I don't think they're coming anywhere, nowhere near New York or Boston or Texas. That works perfectly for us, son. <laughs> that's great to hear. That is, just yeah, I get to save some money. I guess that's what. Yeah. <laughs> what upset me was the Green Day tour not coming to Texas. Because when I was growing up, Green Day was like one of my favorite bands. I was like the only band merch I ever wore. <laughs> and this would have been the first time that I would get to see them live. And oh. Jeez. To see that they're not coming is like, damn. And this is the first time they go, they come to North America in like, I think three or four years. <laughs> so I was, I would have been really cool to see them. But no, that, you know, yeah. that's how it is. It's well, the Texas curse. We get all <laughs> the tours, but when a really good one comes, you bet your ass it's not coming here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're not going to see any Green Day or Jimmy Eat World shows anytime soon. Well, nope. I don't know. They're going to be, I, I was trying to decide. They're in House of Blues in Boston in like oh, that's worth two weeks go. or something like that. Ooh. I've seen them so many times, and I really, really, really dislike their last three albums, maybe. Oh, Green Day? Yeah. Like, that's that's uh, the problem. Yeah. Is, Uno, Dos, Trace, whatever that yeah, was. If they're, playing, if they're playing mostly, like, I know they're going to play their classics because they, they can't not play the classics, but... I don't know if I want to sit through all the other stuff, too. Yeah, if they don't want people to walk out on them during their performance, they better play the classic songs. Yeah, they'll mix them in. There's no doubt about it. But I have to decide on that. I love Green Day's old stuff, and I've seen them live Me many too. times. Yeah, so it's not that I have to go see them. I would like to, but I do get worried. Like, I just don't want to hear American Idiot and all that shit. Like, I don't. American Idiot is No. I didn't like I anything. I like American Idiot, bro. I thought it was bro. terrible. <laughs> It's awful. Come on, really? man. That whole that whole album, and I think the next one. Uh, that was like their last best album, bro. Of what? They've done two albums since then. <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah, oh, they felt they fell off after American Idiot. Hold on, when I'm, you so, said classics, I'm, I assumed American Idiot and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna say I'm looking at their discography right now because I forgot because there's so many. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like if, word, if, I'm trying to remember if Insomniac had anything good on it. Insomniac has some good stuff on it. Well, then Insomniac's their last good album. Then Nah, Dookie was good. Insomniac was good. Nimrod it, was good. Oh wait, sorry, they don't have it in fucking order of date. Son of a bitch. Why would they not have it in order of date? <laughs> I guess you have to go it's back to your Wikipedia. Best. Dude, how do you American Idiot man? Hate Come it. on, hate it. Wake me up. <laughs> How do you know? I like that Hol- holiday Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Oh, please. holiday Boulevard oh. Broken Dreams, American Idiot, Saint Jimmy, American Idiot, Saint Jimmy. Right. I would say their last. I would say their last good album then was Nimrod. I can do that. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. But American Idiot because yeah, warning not... because warning wasn't good. Yeah, what's which one? What date? What year did that come out? That was two thousand. Okay, I didn't listen to that. Then. And then American Idiot came out in 2004. That's when they were, like, everywhere. Yeah, that that's when they really blew up. I, I agree with Ian. I think I hopped on and off at the same time as him. 
But yet yeah, you still, after- you guys, but hold on. The, technically, based on what you said, their last good album or great album is American Idiot, where yeah. I'm saying no. Nah, American Idiot has some classic tracks. Can't deny that. So you don't like Boulevard of Broken Dreams? No. What? Okay, then you know, there's nothing more uh, to say. Okay, here. I'm just gonna. Be- yeah. Before, did, wait, before did Ian? We, did Ian Jackson get his first strike? Sensitive. Let's move on. Did Ian get his first strike on the show? <laughs> I think so, man. Like I'm, I don't think I've ever heard someone who doesn't like that. Cause like earlier, okay, so earlier you said you want to hear their classics. So what are their must play classics to you? Everything from Dookie. That's their classics. <laughs> Dookie, Insomniac, and Nimrod. Yeah, that's much. yeah. That's all I want to see. I want to see a tour of those three albums. Well, wow. they'll probably do a 30-year anniversary tour of uh, Dookie in the next couple of years. That's true. They didn't like 21 Guns. Nah, uh, no, no. I'm what? not a look. No, Jackson. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Garbage. quote. See, there you go. I'm gonna quote a day to remember and say, "Turn off your radio." All right. Oh my god. Sorry. I think I did that a lot of times when I was hearing the album. Like every time that song came on, I would look to someone and be like, "Turn off your radio." But um, yeah. Anyways, all right. So yeah, we'll see. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. More tangents. What is this other tour that I'm seeing here? Trash Talk. I a band I've seen a couple of times. They're signed to Odd Future Records, which is Tyler the Creator's label. Believe it or not. Okay. And they're going on tour with North America with Antoine and Black Noise and. I love Trash Talk Live, and they really got me interested in listening to the music, which I dug a lot. I think they're coming to Williamsburg in Brooklyn, New York, so I'm definitely checking that out. And I'm pretty sure they have some new music coming out soon. I think they dropped the album 2014, 2015. Okay. So, yeah, looking forward to that one for sure. Very nice. I think that does it for tours, right? Yep. Yeah. Now we get into some real stuff right now because it's time the to reviews. go over. Yeah, it's reviews time. So that means oh, we- boy. Okay, before we do the main one, Ty, do you want to talk about the two that you threw on, like, yesterday? Yeah, I want to let Ty take these. Because I got to yeah. listen to, like, part of one. Yeah, this is, these are, like, very local artists. And, Jackson, you got to start plugging your local Texas bands, because I can't you be know, doing that. I was thinking about doing that, and I think I'm going to start doing that, because the Dallas local scene, damn. I, you know, that's how I describe it. Damn, it's so good. I'm give us give us all that, brother. Give well, first of all, we need the bands to reach out to us. Like, it's not that we should be digging. We've got plenty to do for the show. So right now, Ty should be getting calls from local people in New York. Jackson should be getting local people from Dallas. And local people from Boston should be contacting me. Because we can easily put them on, on the air. show. We can easily put them yeah, on the I show. Yeah, I got Ty on blast. I yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta have. I gotta pass out the business cards, if you will. I don't even know if the business cards work. It's better just to have fans of the show go to their local bands that are that they're fans of and say, "Hey, you can get exposure on this show." Right? Yeah, that'll work too. Yeah. That'll work too. Just saying. Starting yeah. today, you will see. I will bring some local bands. Nice. Yeah, Good bring one. the human. Not the bad. Yeah, one. yeah, bring the human experiment on. No, 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 no. I don't like them. You know them? The band that's supposed to tour with them. And another band from upstate New York called Apparatus, they were, I think they were, I think it was supposed to be Apparatus and Human Experiment, but Human Experiment were kind of like behind the scenes, there was some wrongdoings going on. So they replaced Human Experiment with another band from New York called Oni, which you should check out, by by the way. I know Oni. Uh, I bought tickets from the Human Experiment to go to a concert once, and they're like, yeah, check this out when you go. And I checked them out, and I was like, damn, you know, I'm glad they gave me a good price on the tickets, because... I'm not a fan of the music. Oh, no. Shots fired. See, this is what yeah, happens when we fired. have local people <laughs> we're talking about, <laughs> like, trashing. 
<laughs> Anyways, back to album reviews. <laughs> yes. First local New York band that I'm going to review is a band called Husbandry with their full-length EP, which is 10 tracks. It's called Farah. It's released on Aqualam Records. Pretty small label. So it, their sound, from what they described it pretty much, is uh, Fugazi meets Aaliyah type of sound. It's post-hardcore music. Like from back in the day, like sound bands like Rights of Spring and Fugazi, but with more Aaliyah inspired vocals. Because my friend of mine named Karina sings vocals for the band, and she has a very unique sound or unique voice to go with along with that music. And I listened to the album altogether. It's really, really good stuff for a local band from New York, Brooklyn, more specifically. It's a pretty interesting twist on post-hardcore music because you never hear that type of post-hardcore music with that type, those type of vocals. I'm pretty sure when you listen to the um, Bandcamp, it's pretty much an album that you can just listen to back and forth. They got exposure on Afropunk.com with the music video that they dropped for the song Solon, Capricorni, and Crone. And it definitely got some good um, hits and good reception. So definitely check uh, Husbandry out. Okay. Synapsis Firing, another New York local alternative meets post-hardcore type band with their, I think, full-length EP, Forgive which is self-released, it's pretty much brand new meets Deftones meets Armor for Sleep meets brand new. It met brand new twice? Uh, did I say brand new twice? Yeah. <laughs> All right, rephrase. So old hey, school brand new and then new school a good mix brand up. new. Yeah. A mix of old school brand new, Armor for Sleep, Deftones, and Thrice, I think. I definitely heard, so, I definitely heard a little bit of Deftones in it, not in the vocals at all but in the yeah. guitar work and the atmosphericness right. of it. So, yeah, they have a song, uh, a music video for the song Skin that's out now. So if you want to check that out so you can get an insight of what they sound like, please, please go for it. I know the guys personally, really great music that's coming out of this scene, out of the usual stuff I've been hearing nowadays from the scene these days. But it's definitely a refreshing take from both Synapsis Fire and Husbandry. So I highly recommend listening to these bands, support them, because they definitely need some exposure. I agree with that. Time-wise, I was only able to get halfway through Synapse Firing. I definitely liked what I heard, so I have to give Husbandry a chance as well. But yeah, for sure, support your local music and everything. Like That's one of the reasons why we're doing this. So Exactly. All right, well, now going to definitely not a local band, we're going to do the review of A Day to Remember, Bad Vibrations, that was self-released slash helped with Epitaph, I guess, as well. I guess the question is now, maybe we should split this up. Let's go Jackson and then Ty and then myself. All right. First of all, just off the bat, I love looking at the back of the album or at the bottom of like when you buy it on iTunes and seeing that it was released by ADTR Records. I think that's so cool. Every single song on this album to me was amazing. I think this album, like Ian said earlier, I hate to say already an album of the year or like what are my top albums so early but i do know for a fact that this will be one of my top three albums i mean i thought this album was perfect uh in terms of vinyl yes it will be added to the vinyl <laughs> collection it, to me it's a masterpiece i never thought that a day to remember could top homesick and i don't want to say it did top homesick but it's either just as good or better i don't think it's worse yeah, let me say now that's too much of a stretch to say that it topped Homesick because Homesick is definitely what brought in a lot of people who claim to listen to a day to remember when they haven't. They're just riding on the the coat train or the coattails, if you will. The coat train. 
Yeah, exactly. Mashuga train. Mashuga yeah. train, coat train. We have a we have a theme going. Yeah, well, yeah no. Alex trains. Well, now Ty, <laughs> Ty, you don't like a day to remember anymore, right? I don't really like like a day to remember anymore. Like I don't. It's, it's safe to say I haven't given up on them, but I just don't really listen to them as much. But then, what do you think of this album? Despite uh, the singles that were dropped, uh, Bad Vibrations, Paranoia, and definitely Nativity are, and Bullfighter, like the favorite tracks of mine. Because, yeah, the rest of the album is kind of like the interesting listen because they're taking their sound to like different, like more mainstreamish direction. And of course, we talked about Jeremy McKinnon comparing the album to For Those Who Have Heart, which I didn't agree with. So it's a very, very different album for sure. So. I'm pretty did you sure hear the song exposed. I think I did, yeah. Because I thought that would have been like one that you would have been like, "Damn, a yeah. day to remember really showed me up on this." I want to scream. Yeah. I want to scream. No war, no peace. So bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like, blow I didn't know my mic. What was mainstream about that? They like totally changed it. Like, no it's like a totally new a day to remember. Yeah, it's pretty much like straight like singing all the way through instead of like the usual sound that you would hear, the mixing of the screaming and the singing and the breakdowns and stuff. But I think it's more uh, centered around pop, punk, and heavy alternative, if you will. Uh, Expose was like a straight pissed off. Yeah, I mean, there was I don't, a, I don't so know why was, that was in there. Well, so was Bad yeah. Vibrations. I mean, I think... Yeah, Bad Vibrations. A Day to Remember made the album that they wanted to make. I don't think... They were worried about pleasing anyone with it, so they just made it the way they wanted it to. For me, I never understood, at least with a day to remember, they're just one of those bands where if like let's say Spotify, you know, I own I own all the albums, but let's just say I'm on Spotify and I've got a day to remember, I just go and I press shuffle and it can mm-hmm. go through every single album and I'm gonna be happy no matter what with whatever comes up. So Yeah, suppo- go ahead. Yeah, supposedly there was supposed to be some like really like thrashy songs um going back to an interview that kevin scaff was doing and he said there were supposed to be some super thrashy like metal songs well he said they left those off they said they left those off the album yeah that would have been interesting to hear a data remember going into more thrash metal i don't know if they listened to slayer deep down aside from the usual but that would have been interesting to hear for sure see and i took a different stance than you tie on this the four singles are the tracks that i skip I start this album, like, I almost wish that Exposed was the fifth track, and I would just go from 5 to 13 or whatever because of the two bonus tracks. I would just go there. I like those singles, but nowhere near as much as I like the rest of the album. So, you know what I mean? Like, I like Naivety a lot. Like, I, I actually, that's probably my favorite of the singles. Yeah, I somehow I enjoyed uh, Naivety when I heard the song and saw the music video for that one. Oh, yeah, they were doing some fun stuff with that music video. There's no doubt about that. I'm just not one of those people that I'm not going to say it's better or on par with because I don't I don't yeah, see I don't, a day to remember like that. So that's yeah, all. I don't really I don't really like to compare uh, what I thought was classic albums from a day to remember to what they're doing now, because, of course, I of course, I'm going to stand where I stand when it comes to these guys. And the music is cla- uh, good regardless. Uh, I guess people who are bigger fans of a day to remember would enjoy it as much as me. But. Yeah, I kind of yeah. stand with like old school data. Remember for sure. Jackson loves the album. I love the album. Uh, many many people love it, and, but there are people that don't like it as well. That's the way it's going to go. But I didn't see. I thought this was a good mix of all of their sounds. So I thought this would be part where the 
people from the very beginning would like some tracks and people from the end would like some tracks because there's definitely some common courtesy in here all the way down. I, that's what I thought anyways, all the way down the to old school bottom, record. Like, like, all probably the last three or four, like you're saying, is common courtesy. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it. But I also didn't have a problem with common courtesy at all. Funny stories for Ian time. Multiple times in my life, a day to remember songs have like have helped me make major life decisions. <laughs> That's mm. for sure. This album, once again, did the same thing. The track uh, "Same About You," "Common Courtesy," it was "Best of Me." That was another track that did like. I think that's funny you said that because to me, on "Common Courtesy," "Best of Me" also did something to me at a certain time. Yeah. That I, where I was at, and I'm pretty sure we were on the same. Yeah, it's like situation. you're thinking of you're thinking of a major life decision, and then seriously, that song came on, and I was just like, oh. They're singing this about my life, and that's yeah. <laughs> that's what I felt. So I did. I had the same thing happen this album as well. I also loved like what was kind of funny too was I was listening to Turn Off the Radio, but I could have sworn when I first listened to it they were saying Turn Up the Radio, and I was like, a day to remember. No one listens to the radio anymore. What are you guys doing? And then day to remember. Yeah, and then I it listened. It could mean satellite radio. Sort of, but I mean that's really the only place you're going to hear any music close to what we listen to, right? This was a good, that was a good track about turning off the radio and getting perspective from other people that have different perspectives of you. And that's what I love. I mean, that's what I talked to Garrett from Silent Planet about. That's what I've talked to many people about is why would you want to just talk to people that have the exact same view? Like right now, I like hearing what Ty has to say. I don't need two other people to agree that they love the album. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little too much. (laughs) <laughs> wait wait what's a little too much the album uh three people agreeing to the same oh thing. i was like well no it's nice believe me i like it when we bring up a band and everyone knows them and likes them like that's completely fine too but i think having that different perspective and of course he's probably talking about you know news channels and people just spouting the same bullshit over and over again but it can also be for music too because i think he even mentioned something about like pop music singing about the same stuff over and over again like all that shit. So yeah, yeah. Once again, we don't have to go track by track, but I can tell you this is front to back a great album to me. Yeah. I was... Would you agree with me that this is their heaviest album? Because I think it is. Uh, nah. Yeah. If you take away the last three tracks, the album is heavy. Oh, I'm not nah. saying. Well, I'm not saying the album isn't heavy. So that's for one thing. And I also, and I do not agree with Ty. I don't think that they are going more mainstream with oh, this no. i think this is the sound that a day to remember made and if the mainstream forms around what they decided to do a long time ago that's fine but i don't think they are changing themselves for anybody if that makes sense yeah because if they said this has been the album they've been wanting to make since the get-go then i guess yeah go for it yeah i wouldn't say it's their heaviest but i also wouldn't say that it's not heavy yeah i don't think it's heavy at all i say uh for those who have heart is I think their heaviest, or uh, and then there was treason was their heaviest, and their name was treason, and their name was treason. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I yeah, just feel I like th- I feel like every single album they have has heaviness in it. I don't think, of course, they have those songs where they take it a little bit slower, but I think every or it single, could be, or it could be the production on this new one. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't find any fault in this album. Like I think this is yeah. a really great album. I think. Yeah. I don't, yeah. As much as I didn't really. I'm not really a big fan of the album, but I don't think there were any faults whatsoever on this one. Yeah, it's just personal opinion and taste, that's all. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, so I would recommend this. Jackson would recommend this. Ty, would you recommend this or would you say to stay away from it? I say, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, I remember it. I would recommend it. Well, I'm glad you remember because it. I, yeah, <laughs> because we're really I have, glad you remember. Yeah, because I know so many people that are uh, from here that are fans of a day to remember who still listen to them. So yeah, definitely listen to it for sure. Once again, I'm not going to go track by track for this. We have too much stuff that we talk about. <laughs> it's not. It's not worth it. So many great breakdowns and just fun. I like the lyrics a lot. Like I went through all the lyrics and, you know, there's a couple cliche statements every once in a while. But I think it's one of those ones where Jeremy's very good at weaving it around uncliched statements. So it's not as straightforward as of Mice and Men. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Like it's not that. That's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah. All right. Well, that seemed like a shorter review session. But don't worry, everyone, because next week... Or this coming week, oh, coming into next week. So on 9-9, and actually one for, for 9-11 as well, there's going to be uh, the Black Parade tribute from Rock Sound. There's Anthony Green with Pixie Green. This Wildlife with Low Tides. Breakdown of Sanity with Coexistence. Of Mice and Men, like we mentioned, with Cold World. See, I want to say Cold Word. But it's cold world, cold world. Every time I see that, I think it's different. I think you actually oh, want to call man. it something else in your head. You just don't want to say it on the show. Cold shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I'm probably going to love the album, and I'm going to come Be back. Be the bigger and, man. Yeah, that's true. I do need to work <laughs> on that. I do. Uh, next oh, is man. Norma Jean with Polar Similar. And then Can't wait for that. I am going to get this fucking name right right now. All right? <clears throat> Artifacts. Pareo. There we go. Artifacts Pareo. Bam. I did it. I knew it. I got it. Where's the sound effects? Oh, I just found a... <laughs> or you could... Yeah, for the Amice and Men album, you could have called it uh, Of Rats and Males, and the album title is Sorry World. Sorry World is saved on my desk. You know, uh, they redid the album cover and just redid their own take on it. Somebody photoshopped oh, it or something. Yeah, and it says Of Rats and Males, Sorry World. Nice. See, I wouldn't change the band name. I just changed the title the same way as I would change the title of the last album to Restoring Farce. You get it? Restoring. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I wish I had a badum thing. I'll just do the applause again. <laughs> well done, Ian. Well done. Anyways, yes. Passengers by Artifex Pareo. Had it. Just Dude, you had it. I have a whole. I have a whole fucking episode of Ian Hates up. Music Conversation Edition with Lucas. And damn it, I've been saying that name wrong for years, and I knew it, so I practiced it and practiced it, but now my brain still wants to say the other thing. Pareo. Artifacts Pareo. Yeah, who would have thought you had to practice a band's name a thousand times? Well, he makes a joke. (laughs) He makes a joke at the beginning saying that he wishes they had changed it to uh, like a pronunciation business card that he could give out so that everyone would know how to do it. But he did mention, I mean, he's probably just trying to make me feel good, but he did say... That uh-huh. yeah, that I was one of the closest, but I think I got it. It's Pareo Artifacts Pareo yeah. with Passengers, Tooth and Nail Records. It's a great, great album. I've already gotten a chance to listen to it. I can't wait to listen to it multiple more times because it's so layered. And Lucas is such a great vocalist. They are so talented. If you want, make sure go and check the new Ian Hates Music volume with Lucas. You know, it was a quicker, it was actually a quicker conversation than we normally have on the show, but it still went through 
the new album Passengers. And like they said, we're seeing this with a lot of the people now talking to the new low as well. Go out and pre-order the album or pick up the album in that first week because first week sales are so important. So this show's coming out on Thursday. All of these albums are coming out on Friday. Definitely check out everything, but also Passengers because they really deserve it. I think this is going to be the album where they really hit big. Yeah, we're, we have a lot of music to listen to. Damn straight we do. Yeah. That, that's for sure. Yeah, and yeah, plus lots look, of podcasts to listen to too. Yeah, definitely hey. looking forward to hearing uh, Polar Similar and Breakdown of Sanity's album because I like both those bands. Why don't you try and say the name? Um, Artifacts Pereo. Pereo. Pereo, Pereo. Closer. Very good. Jackson? Artifacts Pereo. See, it's not fair because you guys haven't been saying it for years incorrectly. <laughs> so you guys, it's like starting over. Man. Well, I've seen them live once and I'm pretty sure I had to pronounce uh their name right what i had to say oh uh, when somebody asked me oh whose show are you going to see and i and say oh norma jean and emery and um uh, night versus and artifacts pereo but it's p-e-r-e-o and by the way you never corrected me all the other times that i've talked about it on the show so far because i was saying it wrong oh. on the show the whole time <laughs> and no one corrected me it's yeah, like I, for forever i was thinking you said it right no, I, I, I remember listening back and going, oh, no, I still can't say this correctly. Yeah, Anyways. I probably have to go back and revisit that. Yeah. Get Passengers. Just get all the albums. All the albums that they're coming out September 9th are well, I'm just saying, all probably going to be good. I haven't heard all of them, so that's why I can't say get them all. I've heard this one. Yeah. So that's Gotta why catch I, them all. this one gets the Ian Hates Music stamp of approval. That's all I'm saying. And then I, I have the Black Parade tribute from Rock Sound coming as well so i don't know when that's going to get here but i did pre-order it so it's supposed to show up because it's the magazine you have to buy the magazine in order to get the album uh so i'm not sure if they're yeah i'm not sure if they're releasing the album other places so the magazine costs five bucks it was like five dollars i was like sure for this whole entire album too yeah i'll take that yeah snippets of the of some of the songs yeah i heard some of the snippets yeah, because they did the they released Crown of the Empires, Black Parade, State Champs, uh, Escape the Fate. They released those three, and they sound really good. Yeah, I just yeah, I'm not. Go ahead. I'm not a fan of tribute albums, but hey, teach his own. So we'll see how that goes. All right, Ian, so, since you can't pronounce oh. names right, I gotta ask you one thing: Do you oh. still say Alisana or Alisana? No, I've been saying it right. It's Alisana. <laughs> okay. And by the way, there was someone recently, I forget who I was talking to. I think he didn't say Alisana, he said Alisana, I think. And I got really happy because I was like, yes, someone else does the same thing. But I have been for a long time now saying Alisana. So I'm pretty sure. I mean look, I'm wearing the I'm wearing the new hoodie right now. That's what All reminded right? me to ask. Yep. I got the the Annabelle trilogy hoodie and book and confessions part three and all that stuff so i am hoping 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 to have time to actually read through that so tons of stuff to talk about on the show all right so we're done now with upcoming releases breakdown from the past time guys ty yep take it away all right breakdown from the past is a lovely band from new jersey with a very 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 handsome part um front man named ben jurgensen called armor for sleep Wait, Armor I don't. First. Can, can I ask a question real quick? Yes, sir. Why did you mention? Why did you mention his attractiveness? I said handsome. Handsome means attractive, but why did you specifically <laughs> mention him as attractive? I've never heard you say that for anyone else before. He's being yeah. the bigger man, Ian. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Armor <laughs> for Sleep, breakdown from the past. 
more specifically, the uh, What to Do When You're Dead album is yes. a, definitely a classic album. For sure. They have a couple of albums before. They have Dream to Make Believe, then What to Do When You're Dead, and then the last album called Smile for Them before they disbanded, unfortunately. And they've done a couple of reunion shows here and there, but yeah. not really like coming together as like a full-time band. But definitely highly recommended album, What to Do When You're Dead. Concept album of a man who dies in the car accident, I think it was, or he dri- drives his car into the water and drowns and he visits the afterlife. Pretty much check out Armor for Sleep, Car Underwater, The Truth About Heaven, Stay in the Ground. Pretty much the entire album. Check yeah. out the entire album. You'll never, ever forget their lyrics and the songs will be stuck in your head for days. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. No, I'm a, I'm sure. a fan as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they did an anniversary tour for What to Do When You're Dead, and everybody was singing the songs word from word. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, there's no doubt. I'll probably listen to this after the show. All right, Jackson, what do you got? All right, I got this or the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm glad I am glad I got that reaction. That's why no. I'm for a second. Oh, gosh. Ian, of course, on the other side. Oh, man. Um, the album I'm going with is Haunt. Of course, Ian's got shit on it. <laughs> Ian, this or the apocalypse or capture the crown? This is the apocalypse. Thank you. So now you can be quiet. <laughs> um, Second strike for Ian. What's left is the album, and what's you left, are yes. you are full of it if you do not like the the song Subverse. Just the Haunt What's Left album or the Dead Years album. Yeah. Ian, please. please. Why, I, I I'm gonna, see, look, I know this is my breakdown from the past, but I want to hear why you are not liking my breakdown from the past. So the reason why I am not a fan, and I have not given them enough chances, I guess, but I saw them live and they were awful. And it was just one of those things where they were so bad that I had trouble getting over it. So I have not listened to them since. But... Because you have them on the list, I will give them another shot. And I'm sure I'm going to like it. It was just sometimes when a band does not hit when they are so bad live, it's very hard for me to get into their music. So maybe I just like, saw an off like night. Survive the tragedy or something. Like, I saw them live. I couldn't get over it. Wait, are you telling I'm me? I'm surprised I made it out. <laughs> doesn't it hurt your soul? Like, it hurts my soul when I hear a band that people like and they are so bad live. Because then it means I have a lot of trouble getting into the music. But to Im- but imagine if Alisana had an off night and they sounded They bad. never do. One Ooh. you'll never know. One no, day. They did. One day. It was the time I saw them at So What Music Fest when Sean's mic went out. That exactly. Was the first and at- only time I've ever seen them. And, and I did talk- not give up on them. And I did not tell the podcast that man, I couldn't believe I made it out alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember saying Shots that. Shots fired. <laughs> Look, I understand what you're saying though. Uh, yeah. I think it's different. If you like really like a band and then you go see them live, right? That is something I don't think I'd be able to get over. I don't care how good they sound on my phone. If I go to see them and they're horrible, that totally just destroys it for me, right? Because that happened to me with Abandon All Ships. And I know they're a joke on its own, yeah. But when I first got into the music, like I really liked hearing them, like they were one of the first bands I got into, right? And then I saw them live and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is awful, yeah. And I, you know, there I hopped off. So I do get what you're saying, though. Yeah, you yeah, literally, I, you literally abandoned all ships. Yeah, I abandoned their ships for sure. But um, sh- but um. Yeah, I saw I saw Woven War open up for a Bear Tooth and a Treyu, and on CD they were good, but uh, Shane Blade, the vocalist, his vocals were really, really bad live, and I posted that and tagged them on Facebook, and they actually responded with "Ouch." 
Oh, really? Shots, I, I, yeah. shots I just fired. saw Shane Blay live the other about a month ago because he because he's O Sleeper too, and I love O Sleeper. And Ian, you Ian, I know you're gonna come down to Texas to see Alessandro. Oh, I want to so bad. You'll be able to confirm his Shane Blay accusation well, I, allegedly. I saw Woven War. I saw the same tour you did, Ty. Um, and yeah. at least the show that I went to, they were on point. They're just not my style. Their vocals were good though. Yeah, they dropped a new song, I think, a while ago, and I think he's mixing a lot of like singing and screaming this time, and supposedly the Woven War is going to be more aggressive than the last one, allegedly. Oh, see, what was funny for me was this was before Wage War hit, and I was like, oh, people have been talking about this band Wage War. Oh, Woven War, it's the same thing. And then I go, wait a second, what did everyone see in this band? I don't get it. And I realize, yeah. oh, those are two separate bands. I'm not a fan of Wolf and War either. Uh, I think he should have just stuck to a sleeper, which he is. But you well, know what true. I mean. I I, I don't want to say it like ruined his image, but it definitely wasn't an upgrade. It's like when an actor is like really good in one movie, but then does another movie, and it kind of makes him look bad. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like Will Smith and Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's the one you chose. What? You didn't choose any other Will Smith Day. movie. <laughs> I love Suicide Squad. I just know Ian hates Suicide Squad, so I like. It's to not get that I hate it. It I no, was, you hate it. I was indifferent to the terrible things that they did to the audience. That's all. He didn't hate it. There was just absolutely nothing he liked. Um, except oh, no. for except, except for, for watching Haley Quinn. No, except for watching Haley. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn <laughs> walk around in underwear the entire movie. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back I, to I the City Apocalypse, please. <laughs> Back Ty is Brett done. Ty is done talking about that. Are you done? Yeah, Are you... great album though. <laughs> well, I will listen. Yeah, yeah. I will listen again. There's no doubt. Yeah, about that. hopefully they're not broken up because I would like to hear more music from these guys. I think they are. That that's why I mentioned. I, I hope. I hope, again, I hope not. Like a sometimes band not. just like completely just jump off the radar. They don't say they're broken up, but they just like you know disappear. Yeah, that's I think the vocalist has just been busy them. producing other bands from oh. what I've been reading. That's a possibility. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. All right. Ian, what's your breakdown from the past? <sighs> Ian's breakdown from the past is Before You Fall. Now, I'm Burr. not sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> retaliation. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, so you're going to feel really bad about your booing because oh. the reason they're not together is not because they were bad live and didn't get fans and all that other stuff like this is the apocalypse. <coughs> still, sh- still, still shooting. Shots fired. Yeah. Continuing shots fired. It's not even fair. We're just joking around. Um, oh, man. But with this band, with Before the Fall, their drummer slash clean vocalist has passed away about a, yeah, a year ago. So the band has decided, obviously, not to continue. They are metalcore with some electronics in the same vein as old school asking alexandria slash alisana maybe a little in fear and faith mixed in there but they have you look better on facebook ep that came out in 2011 you also have another ep called the last of our kind in 2015 now apparently they had a full length called conceiver that came out in 2013 but it's very hard to find like they can you can stream it on youtube but i couldn't find it anywhere else so i never even really got a chance to listen to it because everything about them never mentions that album which is kind of strange yeah i'm looking at their facebook now and 
Now, seeing the information about a Kickstarter page or a GoFundMe page to support him, the drummer and his family. Well, the drum, yeah, his the the family he unfortunately left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I don't know crazy. if that's still going on because I think this happened 2015. I yeah, think. so it happened last year, which is yeah, yeah, damn, right, exactly. But they had amazing. Like I really like this band. I thought this band was great. And they had two guest vocalists on their last EP, JT Tullis from Famous Last Words and Franz from Attila. And those songs are fucking good. I know you're not a fan of Franz, but in this song, he is good. He's not rapping. He's not doing anything. He's got mad talent. I give him that. It's really just a band. Chris Franz, I mean, he's got mad talent. He's got a great, he's really good at vocals. Yeah. Yeah, So Jackson, I guess you got to take back your booze then. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I was going to leave jerk. that unsaid. <laughs> Third strike. Third strike for Jackson. I like how Ian just subtly, what a jerk, man. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> like believe from me. the distance. Yeah, from a distance. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know. Dude, we're all over the place today. I don't know what's... We had a bunch of technical issues. There's like a, a skeleton typing during on a keyboard sometime throughout this whole recording. <laughs> like, this has been a weird night. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. It's been weird. But... I think that ends, so give before you fall a chance. It's a shame, obviously, to, to lose someone, and then it's also a shame to let their music just disappear. So they put a lot of hard work into it. I'm a big fan of theirs. Uh, I wish there was the possibility for new stuff. Obviously, there doesn't seem to be, but we still have their older stuff, which is great. Let's go through the ringer here. Jackson, what do you got to plug? All right. Uh, as you all know from previous episodes, I am not the best at plugs, but I will <laughs> tell you to please rate us a five star on iTunes. We really do appreciate the ratings when we get them, and get it helps five. us know how very famous we are because we're self-conscious like that. We so are. if you could please help out, we would very much appreciate it, and we love all of you, and thank you guys so much. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the time that Ty describes Jackson and I as handsome as the lead singer for Armor for Sleep. That's well, I, well, I want to know if you guys are lead singers for bands, and there could be um, not a lot of handsome lead singers of bands. I will start a band right now. Yeah, Jackson just, just started called one. Handsome. The young Coldplay <laughs> handsome Twenty One Pilots fan is a singer. Twenty One Coldplay's. <laughs> that made me laugh. That's good. <laughs> We're the shit. We got an EP October 17th. What's good? Sepaternal. Oh, gosh. No, no don't you're going to be this. like, oh, it won't be that bad. <laughs> don't do this because if not, the episode will extend like another 45 minutes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All yeah. right. So, Jackson, are you good? Yeah, I'm awesome. <laughs> Ty. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, just like Jackson said, please rate us five stars. Please let us know what you think. Keep up with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and just keep listening. Keep subscribing. Keep a lookout for a lot of future episodes, a lot of future surprise episodes coming up. So you never know what we're going to get to you. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, expect nothing less. And also, I have a blog and a photography Instagram that you should check out for sure. And links will definitely be there as well. Expect nothing less. Absolutely. And I'm going to jump on what the guy said as well. Please rate, subscribe, share, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, all that stuff. You can listen there. You can also download and stream every episode of Ian Hates Music as well as Ian Hates Movies on www.ianhates.com. I would like to give special thanks as well to Lucas from Artifacts Pareo. Oh 
Artifacts Pareo. There we go. Artifacts Pareo. New album, Passengers, comes out this Friday, so make sure you pick it up. Uh, I had a fun conversation with him before he had to go off to a different concert that he was going to. And then I'd also like to give special thanks to Chad from Farewell My Love. It was awesome getting a chance to talk to Chad, one of my favorite bands, and he just took over lead vocals for Farewell My Love with their new album, Above It All. And that album is so good, and we've actually done a disservice to them by not talking about that album because things just got caught up in the background. But I've been a fan of it since it came out, and I'm a fan of Farewell My Love. And if you listen to that conversation, you'll hear you know, a bunch of tie-ins with I Am Ghost, and they're doing the reunion show as well. It's awesome. So I'm very happy for them with that, and I can't wait. They're already working on new stuff, which is crazy. And uh, hopefully they're getting a tour together soon. Once again, thank you to Chad from Farewell My Love, because if you're not listening to them, you already should be. Well then... We already heard Ty's final words there. Jackson, you got anything? Guys, please rest easy and stay jamming. So much good music out there. And I will end the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) 